Outlaws of Rock. Tully Dio show set list. Yeah, man. Episode 341. It is. We got, it's a, it's a spectacular show. This is one of the good ones. Yeah, I got some great, great uh, rock and roll. And, and some fun stuff that we haven't even revealed yet because we haven't talked about it. So we're literally just, you know, edge of the seat. Edge of the seat type of, yeah, right there. Like, like when the kids are in the, in the, in the kitchen in Jurassic Park. Hanging out that delicious food and all of a sudden you had to throw it up, you know, because they got nervous. Got scared. Reign of Z reflections. These guys kick so much ass. What does the Z stand for? I don't know. I should look. Shit. Is it zombies? It could Zod. Oh, Zod pull off. Yeah, I did. I went straight fucking Superman. Fuck, man. I wouldn't want to fuck. With that We're looking guy. it up. Yeah. Reign of Z. Looking they might not Z. reveal it, though. I might have to ask them. Because, yeah. like, they might not they might not let you know. The Sometimes reign, they like mystery mystery. The reign of Zatarans. <laughs> Zanzibar. Zanzibar. Well, that's an axe. Oh. <laughs> uh, reign of Z reflections. And then Honey Cub played them a bunch from the uk they're great stuff imitation heart right now the telly deal show outlaws of rock playing
Honey Cub, Imitation Heart, Reign of Z, Reflections. We got a couple newcomers in the show. This one, uh, the Reign of Z is the first time we played with them. And then this is also another band, first time we're playing them. Excellent band. Uh, this is great rock and roll. Uh, Modern Mimes, which is a great name too. Down and Dead. Feeling down, you're down and dead. Oh, when you feel down, you're down and dead. Oh, when you're feeling down, you're down and dead. Oh, when you feel down, you're down. How did I fall into everything's beautiful? A guy said. Salvation, live the moment let pass The feelings that keep you trapped Losing no more, the strength you need is in you And where's feeling subdued, pray for more basically have two tugboat horn it's not like it's the sound of a tugboat that would be lame yeah it's like a fucking engine and some water no it's yeah, the horn it's the horn yeah so we got two foley effects that i think we've pretty much perfected 
That's all we need. Not masters of the craft. You do How, a good impression of an Irishman. You know, sometimes I can get in there. You are an Irishman. I am. And some, yeah, the old Italian Irish combo. And then, but also I can do, some, there's a bunch of them I could do for like, like a really, 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 really small amount of time. My accuracy, the, the amount of time I can hold an accent is minuscule. Like a minuscule like window. And open. It's so small. All I can like I can do that. That's all I can do. See, I did Australian, but it's already over. Because if I would have said wow. one more word, I would have shit the bed and See, I didn't want to do it. That was so quick. It just like flashed by my eyes. And, and I, I, there's no way I can string together a full paragraph because it would go like scottish into irish into english into australian into something i don't know it'd be it'd be a mess yeah it'd be a mess that's fucking intense i know but but i can just throw like a one like just use you one word well yeah i mean it's like i'm a, a linguist all of a sudden for that small window <laughs> exactly Emalina. You know? you're the linguist now send us another one they always send us some amazing, cool, alternative. We're not allowed to call it alternative rock, but it used to be called alternative, like 120 minute style. Yeah, people get, <laughs> people get upset, I guess. Right? Yeah, like, 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 um, you know, it used to be it's been called so many things throughout music history from new wave to, you know, like alt rock to, you know, whatever. I don't even yeah. know what they call it now. Yeah, it's pretty much you have to be alternative if you're not like sweating and drinking and hitting on women. That's right. The alternative yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, because really, how much less did did uh, talking heads rock than anyone else? Exactly. But they were but they were like straight alternative because exactly. they were like not they were like, you know, going back to school and taking night classes. Right. But they're, yeah, exactly. They're still doing Coke with the New York dolls. Well, that's know? true. Well, you know, but though it was the times, yeah. I think if you didn't, you probably doing lewds with fucking Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days. That's right. The song is let's go. And it's big Jim's wild car whoosh, for episode three forty one. Before she got there, she used to set the sand her beauty to make herself, to make herself a Thank you.
Melina, let's go. They got so many. They sent me like six tracks or five tracks, and they're all great. So we'll be hearing them staggered throughout the show. Yeah. That was Big Jim's Wildcard. That's a bad version. I mean, it's not great. That's like when I when I was taking Foley at the community college, when I was taking Foley Arts 101, when they're like, okay, Mr. Dio, uh, do you want to show us your whip noise? That was like my first homework, and I was like, whip you. And they're yeah. like, that's fucking terrible. And that, but now that I got my masters, you're studying all night for that, sir. I know, and I just so, shit it. You know, mm, just all I just was bad. Yeah, I mean, get- I, the pressure was there too, though. Yeah, now you have your associate's degree in in foley art. Yeah, now you're I'm all like, and yeah. the fucking yeah, now like I'm fucking on Instagram with the professor with buds, me and the prof. Yeah, you're just high fiving. We just send each other voice memos of foley art things. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's right. Cool. <laughs> what is this? Really cool. <laughs> hey, what's he gonna say? Horse, horse, a galloping horse. May there it is. That's, <laughs> that's what we do. My life is complex. My life is very complex. I mean, it is the fail safe, burn it to the ground, breaking in a sequence, twine. And then Riot After Midnight with Thrill Killer. It's killer, but, you know. Oh, yeah? Churched it up a little. You churched it up. Yeah, those guys are fucking rad. Fuck yeah. Check out their music videos. They're bringing it just... If they if you don't, if you don't have fucking fun at a Riot After Midnight concert, I don't think you can. Yeah, you're fucking up. One, you're in Australia. Yeah, you're... I got to... I, I, you know, I've never been to a concert in Australia. I feel like you, you know it would be fun. Well, now I really do, because if we ever went to Australia, we'd call all these people that we know from Australia. And even even if they didn't want to meet up, even if they were like, oh, we're too busy, whatever, we'd be like, where do we go? That isn't like tour shit. Like we want to go see some rock and roll with some motherfucking Aussies. Yeah. Getting in there. I want to drink a lot. Oi, oi. Like just, yeah, beer. just beer spilling, but it's evaporating before it even hits a grouse. It's fucking hot there. It's so hot. And you're fucking drunk outside, wrestling a fucking spider. It's like, because he's like eight by eight. I know they feet. probably say, hey, oh, the spiders aren't that big, right? They probably tell you that all the time. Didn't we talk about that with Carly Jewel? Yeah. And she, she was like, but, yeah, but to you. Yeah, they'll say Carly. They want you to come. Carly's a Carly's a fucking Australian, so she's hard as a coffin nail with that shit. Yeah, like they don't. They probably see our spiders here, and they just wouldn't even get up. She's a walking railroad spike. Yeah, man. Like they're not gonna fucking. That's all wimp shit to them. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, like the honest truth, they probably see our spiders, and they'd be like, we aren't. 
cool. that thing. So is a bigger spider going to come and eat that? <laughs> I'm like, no, those are our big ones. That's a spider spider? Those are our big ones. No, no. Oh, yeah. is that a baby? No, it's full grown. Yeah, look at how cute it is. They like pick it up and take it outside. Eat, like you eat it. Eat, yeah. Eat fucking great snacks. Oh, what? because their spiders are the size of a dinner plate. Yeah, like literally though. You got it's just, you know, I can't, I can't do it. I like to get when I get drunk, sometimes I like to go on a little, and I'm gonna even use it walkabout. I like yeah. to just fire around. Yep. Get weird with it, you know, yeah. not any long journey, just a little get out there zip around them not a lot of danger here you know there's more physical danger with human interaction right yeah but if i if i go like oh i'm just gonna i'm gonna walk over that way and then i get bit by like one block i get bit by a snake the next block i get bit by a spider the next block i get bit by a scorpion like they just there's just no escape and the frogs are dangerous man you know and you get punched in the dick by a kangaroo or something just I mean, a yeah. just a just an ornery kangaroo who didn't get enough carrots or whatever they eat and just is coming by and they just punch. Yeah. Like if she's like, I'm gonna set my baby over ye. She sets her baby down, and then you're like, you don't know. You're just walking down a street and there's a kangaroo, and you're like, Why would that thing why, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, just and then you don't know there's no baby. Exactly. But then there's she's like, You better get away. And then you're like, All right, and she just starts socking you. You exactly. can't win. And guess what? It's you got to be, you know, the dingo is not around. It's the fucking kangaroo. And don't they have like sharp feet claws too? Like they could just rip your guts out or something? Or is that, that's, I mean, that's, that's an ostrich. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that kangaroos can do that. Yeah. Or it's a raptor, either one. We'll figure it out. A velociraptor. So anyway, if you go to a ride, <laughs> a ride after midnight concert, you'll yeah. have fun. That's the thing. <laughs> stay, not, stay indoors. Just, I, I'll watch you guys on YouTube. Stay kidding. indoors. Yeah. I'm not coming over. I'm not going to come over. Mm-mm. Not unless you let us know that's going to be a spider-free because environment. If fucking spiders are big. Imagine they're cockroaches. You can you can actually arm wrestle them. Yeah, I'm not hanging. They're that big. I'm not going to do it. Check them out along with breaking in a sequence and fail safe right now.
I'm cutting the shit. It's oh, an oh, you doing a tugboat? I was trying to the man. old tugboat. Sounded like a fucking like a. You looked like, like you were like a pro at that. I was really expecting. Jen is yeah. Jen Jen. Now, all right. Here's the here's right off the bat. We're gonna get into it. Bam. Bolinsky. Bolinsky. Yeah, you said that right. Right, right because I was gonna. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's right. Right, my Her last name's like one letter different. Burr. My brain exploded. I was sending you the email right now. I'm like, holy shit! Her last name really is Bolinsky. It is. It's one letter difference, yeah. right? Literally. Yeah. Literally. Apparently, there was like five or six other letters that were on my last name when my family immigrated here. Mm. Nobody has any idea of what it is, though. I'm apparently the only one in my family who like cares about that kind of thing. I've always asked those questions. Everyone's like, I don't know. Yeah, because yeah. they were just like when they were when any immigrants were coming over, they'd say their name. And, you know, it was just some dick standing there with a penny. He's like, what was it? Yeah, I don't fucking care. And then they yeah, just would like, write it, down whatever was close enough. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Get, get out of the line. Welcome yeah. to America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry, totally. we fucked up your name. No, we're not. Yeah. Don't care. Figure You're it out. Now. Go to Little Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Go. 
actually. All right. So now, Jen, you're uh, you're in the the entertainment business. You're an actress. Yes. You work. You do good stuff. I I try. I You've try. done some bits on the show. You've done some bits on the show, and they were farging hilarious. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I, Great characters. Thank you. Thank you. I um. Yeah, I've always just like kind of had a knack for like costume stuff. And, you know, it's like I've been around a lot of colorful people my whole life. And as I put on like bits and pieces, I also love a mustache. I oh, well, you can't. I mean, come on. Um, I also will say that I think I rock a mustache pretty well. <laughs> Every time I put one on, even if I were to put one on like this, I look in the mirror and I'm like, all right. Um, but yeah it's just about like I don't know I've always kind of like seen people or I mean from living in New York I grew up outside of Philly Um, my brother and sister are much older than me so I've always seen like I've always been around older people people who were like I guess more developed humans and just seeing the like weirdness. I mean, I don't think anything's really weird, but like weirdness for lack the of the unique, the extreme uniqueness. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just, I don't know. I get an itch for replicating that or my own version of that. It's not, it's, it's, it's a, um, it's a comedy choice that I don't feel like is really even being done that much right now. And it's a shame because if you think like, you know, the, just on the female, I mean, there's men that have done it too, but like Tracy uh, Ullman mm. and Lily Tomlin, and yeah. McKinnon does a good a good amount, and um, yeah, she does she does do pretty good, yeah, yeah. Because the more you can do, I just think it's it's my favorite thing, and especially when someone improvises in character, yeah, then it gets really weird. Yeah, yeah. Nothing that I do is really scripted. And that's the best part because it's just coming from the place of the character, not from you. It's like total freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Meisner trained actor. So Ah. pretty much the entire first year of training is all improv. Everything is improv. And they, they heavily welcome that. Like I've worked with a lot of directors who just want what's on the script. They, they don't really to bend or bend it too much. And then a lot of directors, I would say more directors than not that I've worked with have just been like, if something doesn't work, change it, like, just go for it. And I think that's, I don't know what it's like on a much higher level, but I know at, um, on like a student level on just like whatever other level surrounds that besides big budget stuff, I feel like the directors are, are pretty open to that kind of thing. It, it always, for me, it always has a more natural, uh, like my watching it, I can feel how natural it is. Because if you understand the character you're playing as an actor and actress, you're responding as them. So it's going to be real. And and the writer, you're you're translating someone else's words, which is an art. However, I don't believe that the reaction, the facial like everything isn't is real because that improv moment when you're you're that uh, whatever character that you love playing. And you're saying something, it's so natural. Yeah. And something that um, my my coaches have always taught us is to kind of put your own improv, even in the point in the points of a script that you can't put improv, right? So like you have a script and they let's say they want you to completely 
uh, go exactly by the book, right? My coaches have taught us to go in and paraphrase each line so we can at least have that paraphrased improv line in ah. our mind while that while you're saying that line and that helps fuel it to I don't know, say it better. Yeah, yeah, to make it more organic yeah. or yeah, to give it some it's like it almost gives it more uh, depth. I don't know. It it makes it more. It just makes it more. I sometimes words yeah. are hard. Yeah. Let's talk about some music. Let's talk about, and yep. I love doing this. It's a get to know you situation for the people, right. you know. First vinyl that you've ever bought. And with this has to be with your money. Even if you stole the money, I don't care. I'm not here to judge. Uh, first tape and first CD. We'll go with vinyl. So um, this might be disappointing, but my parents have a huge vinyl collection. So I've never purchased an actual vinyl plus I don't have a record player yet I've and that's a case of like it's not that I haven't bought one it's that my family has had so many sure that so big and heavy and also so broken and everyone's like we're gonna get it fixed we're gonna get it fixed we're gonna get it fixed it never gets fixed um or they're like 500 pounds and I I've moved a bunch and I just haven't yeah so that's I've the never, hardest I have that's... sadly never bought my own okay box. well then we'll ch then we'll change it what was the album that you listened to the most out of the ones that your family had <clears throat> uh Billie Holiday Ooh. yeah that's a good one yeah yeah because I remember I think out of my dad's it was Steve Miller band okay it was the ones that I didn't buy that but that Steve Miller band's greatest hits yeah I absolutely loved it like, I just thought that was the most fun. Yeah. You know, little, I didn't know he was talking about smoking pot and stuff. I didn't know. Or didn't I? Maybe I did. I don't know. Maybe you did. Yeah. Let's go tape. tape. First cassette tape. Also, a single could be used in this or an eight track. It all depends. Because I did find, I actually bought an eight track two years ago. I found Elton John's greatest hits at the thrift store and I bought it just, be, I don't I have any way to play it. So. Oh. I'm so sure I'm saying like anything is up Walkman or something. Maybe. I mean, times are changing. They're probably very expensive now because they're considered a big. That's right. Yeah. Now they're cool again. It's they analog. Yeah. Um, so the first one that I was given, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw that into was John Prine. Um, it was a cassette my dad gave me, John Prine, which is funny because I'm not the biggest country person, but I really enjoy John Prine because he sings about really fun stuff, but also very serious. You're right, right. Commentary on serious stuff, uh, which I also had no idea what he was talking about when I was a kid, but like in Illegal Smile, that was the main song that I listened to. <laughs> I know it's um, so funny. I was like eight years old. I was like, I have no idea what this means, but I like this song. Um, but the first cassette I bought was probably Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was a generational absolute gem. Yeah. I still it changed that. the world. Yeah. Yeah. It it made everything go, I don't know, for the better. I didn't say that. <laughs> it just did. It was so big pretty catchy yeah. song it's a well i mean honestly if you take everything out of it it's probably one of like the top 10 greatest pop songs ever it's so sure, bubblegum yeah. there's so many about 
Britney's early CDs that do that. Like, I feel like so, so much changed within her albums in the industry as a whole. It um, did. It, it really did. I just, I feel like the Britney explosion was something really cool to live through. And remember, and remember when there was like, and then there was like the contenders, like, like Aguilera was always at her heels yeah. or, and then they threw like a Jessica Simpson or a Mandy Moore yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he dropped a vitamin C. Oh, I remember vitamin C, the graduation song. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, so the thing is like i am a person that hates picking favorites i like people are like what's your favorite movie and i'm like i already don't like you like i just feel like like how can you compare something like i don't know i can't even think of anything off the top of my head i said no, but like ghostbusters and citizen kane that's what i'm saying you like, can't you can't like some movies are to be appreciated for their own thing yeah like, it's yeah. it it, it you just can't do it. And that's how I feel about music too, right? Um, so when it came to the Britney versus Christina thing, it was, the thing is like, Britney was such a fantastic performer, right? Like she had, I mean, Christina had dancing too, but like Britney just had this really special oh, yeah. performance thing. She also was, from what I've heard, forced to not use her like true singing voice and use kind of that baby Christina vo or baby um, Britney voice rather. I heard that. Whereas Christina was a total whaler. Like she, like, oh, yeah. she is like a powerhouse of a singer. So to me, like comparing them is like, how can you compare, you know, like Led Zeppelin to, I don't know, like a really great rap artist or something. Like Right, yeah, like Led Zeppelin yeah. to Tupac. They couldn't That's be any, any completely fucking different. It's so different. And I will say the Backstreet Boys in sync thing, I was definitely more of a Backstreet Boys fan, hands down. Um, but but also, like, that was a little more... They really were a better band. They were. They were better. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Incomplete still holds up. Touring, I think. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, it does. It does. If I hear it, I don't shut it off. I don't. Yeah, yeah. man. TRL. Because I respect pop music. It's not my go-to. Sure. Like it's not, but if you're feeling down and you and you want it, just throw on like whatever decade your favorite decade is, just look up pop hits. That's right. Yeah. You yeah. can't you, you just can't. In the 80s, it was like yeah. 99 Luft balloons and shit. Like you're just dancing around, you're walking on sunshine. Oats. Yeah. yeah. You know. I remember the first time I heard um, I think it was I Want It That Way. I was walking yeah. around in a blockbuster with my yeah. dad. That was and a good I one. I remember looking up at the screen, you know, they always played music videos. Um, I just remember looking up at the screen and I was like, what is this? And then I heard it on the radio that week and then I heard it again and I was like, I need to know everything about this. When and I was actually visiting and I had like a Backstreet Boy scarf. I had Backstreet Boy books, like so much Backstreet Boy paraphernalia. I had like, like, uh, cassettes, DVDs, uh, not DVDs, um, VHSs. Like I had so much and I had every concert they ever did that was on HBO, like taped. And I even pulled the little tab on the VHS. Oh, yeah. Tape over it. I was like, mm -mm, no. <laughs> you will not record Days of Our Lives over this, Mom. No. no. You will not. She was more of a general hospital. Oh, counselor. I was going to say general hospital. Damn. You only got Shit. two. I only got the two. Yeah. And I went the one route. Sure. There, they, but yeah, there, that was, I want it that way was actually my second favorite song by them. 
So that good. very first big hit. We I, have music videos too. And like, they did. And, and that was solid pop music. Yeah. Like it's not supposed yeah. to have a ton of depth. Yeah. It's supposed to be fun. What's and, also fun though, is like when you rewatch music videos from the nineties, so many of them like don't, especially pop music. Like they don't really make sense now. Like right. I watch them and I'm like, like my friend, uh, who's, he's a decade younger than me. He knows the Backstreet Boys, obviously, but he's not really familiar with the music videos. Cause like I grew up watching them on TRL every day. Right. And, um, and I, I played for him the everybody music video, which is like very Halloween themed. And yep. he was yeah. who the fuck is this? <laughs> you were larger than life. Yeah. What the fuck was going on there? Oh, yeah. It was like no, a fucking eighty million dollar video too. Like yeah, and there's always like the the like one pretty girl that they hire to like stand and they just like film her with like the air blowing and she's like closing her eyes and then opening her eyes and then closing her eyes and opening her eyes through the whole thing and she's not doing anything else but that in like, every video. In every video. It didn't even matter if it was a boy band or like a rock band. Or whatever, there was just that one hot chick that they just kept the camera on. It was absolutely mind blowing. And it was just only some of her like slightly less hot friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was the focus. She was the focus. So let's not, you know, that was the role you didn't want to get in the 90s. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm a slightly less hot friend. No, you're hot. Well, slightly less, though. I remember being like late in elementary school like really being obsessed with the Backstreet Boys and any of the people I was friends with, the girls specifically, we would talk about who our favorite Backstreet Boy was. And I remember having like feuds with people because they had the same favorite yeah. Backstreet Boys as me. And I was like, that's my husband, not your husband. I was like, Nick Carter's mine. And they're like, no, Nick Carter's mine. I was like, mm-mm. And just like fighting with people about then it. And you had to pog for it? Oh my gosh. I still have pogs. I actually found a bunch of crazy bones. Do you remember crazy bones? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody remembers those. Oh my God. All those toys there. That was a good toy time. It was. There's a lot of wacky shit and that stuff was fun because you could do it with your friends. Yeah. Yes. I remember like, do you remember the creepy crawler? First of all, I was talking to somebody like a couple weeks ago, actually about Nickelodeon's, um, toy commercials specifically like all the best toys amazing amazing yeah Yeah. and i remember getting the crawlers and you they also came out with a creepy crawler like gummy edition yep instead of just making the squishy things they were gummies they were so good and at my mom's house and i've looked into this extensively and they don't sell the product for it anymore but uh i have a blow pop maker what early put the grape or cherry sugar in and then a gumball not a gumball but like a little gum wad yeah 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 the sugar and then you close the thing and you melt it and you put the stick in place and then after the thing like lights up then you slam the stick in and then let it cool and it comes with like wrappers and everything what the fuck yeah blow pot maker they don't make that anymore no i used to make concoctions i would do like half cherry half well hell yeah yeah Yeah, it was it was probably one of my favorite gifts that i ever got oh it's great it's it's like a like an easy bake oven but it's like the next level shit yeah i want that now it's like what are they what's a candy maker (laughs) oh are you kidding me you can have parties with that thing now yeah yeah like we're doing a blow pop party. I mean, everybody's just going to get drunk anyway, so it doesn't really matter what the activity is. Exactly. You know, <laughs> it could be coloring I just books. to have a blow pop party. Seriously. People would. Like it would on sugar. Oh my god! See, it would be a blast. The only way I stop smoking. 
And if, if I could have the option to make a fucking blow pop, like right now. Yeah. Can we talk about candy comebacks too? Like, do you remember Chupa Chews? I think is how you Absolutely. Yeah. I bought a bag of those online because they came back out with their ice cream flavors and they had like the chocolate vanilla yep. ones, yeah, yeah. strawberry vanilla ones. Those were really amazing. I actually just finished the bag like a month ago. And uh, cream savers are back. Do you guys remember cream savers? Those strawberries and cream cream savers. Cream savers. What did they look like? It was like a lifesaver though, but it was like. Oh creamy. my god, like they were so yeah. good. And they didn't. The hole didn't go all the way through. And right. It stopped. The smoothest. Like when you pop one in, it's like I've never. It's like licking glass or something. Like yeah. Nothing in the world smoother than a cream saver. There just isn't. There's and they like, were delicious. So good. Man. I didn't even know that there used to be a candy place right down the street here on Magnolia. Yeah. Johnny Rockets. Johnny Rockets. And they'd have all sorts well, of weird stuff. Yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. I think it closed because of the economy or something. I don't know. Yeah. I think COVID. COVID economy. Yeah. I think. Monkeypox, COVID economy. In Atlantic City, they have this huge It's Sugar. And the wall, there's like a jelly bean wall that I'm like looking at my wall. So obviously, you don't know the measurements I'm measuring in my brain right now. But it's like it's like five or six car lengths like pickup truck car lengths of just jelly beans just jelly beans just jelly beans. i mean that's beautiful Amazing. did we do cd oh cd My no i don't know i couldn't remember because you could have gotten the backstreet boys oh, on cd that's true yeah i did have all of their cds and i, I still figured have a lot of cds at my mom's house that she wants me to get rid of but i just it hurts um to think about uh but my first one was natalie and brulia oh the brood lover he loves yeah. her lover dude. yeah torn straight up highly <laughs> underrated highly underrated as a pop singer i think yeah. she was one of the best out there she had the look yeah. she had the tunes and she looks great yeah i had a huge crush on her yeah she's, she's italian i was like australian italian no wow. way yeah, day, right? I wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> Imbruglia. Yeah. Her name was, and who didn't like saying her last name? Right. I think a lot of people didn't know how to say it. Oh, I know. It was tough. It was a hard sell. She made it. She didn't, but she went for it. Like, yeah. she just was like, whatever. I'm already a big star in Australia. So, yeah. You know, whatever. Produce my album. Did yeah. she have any other hits? on? I think she had like three hits on that. There was I, one called Smoke. Yeah. Honestly, that was really the biggest one. So that's all that's really sticking out to me. And a lot of times it seemed like it seems like with pop music, well, back in the day, you'd buy the whole thing and you just would pretty much play that. Like the one, the one I song. I usually do a full listen through and pick out other songs I liked and then listen to those. That's if you can do it. If you can yeah. do it, there's usually a couple gems yeah. often at the end. Yeah, like like eight or nine is usually good. Yep. Sometimes there's like I love like a bonus track. Oh. I love when a bonus track is really a bonus track and not just a remix of one of the tracks that's already on there. I remember Ozzy Osbourne and I got it on. I think it was tape. He had a hidden track and the song's called Hero, mm -hmm. and but it wasn't on the tape and it wasn't announced. It was just something that people talked about. If you let the tape keep playing for another minute, the song's on there. So it wasn't listed. It was just something he did. And I thought that was so rad. Yeah. Not good business. 
No. Not good business, no, but really good for like diehard fans. Oh, I was like, I'll wait for six hours if that's some. And you have to, yeah, I got the, t- I got it on tape. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. Wait I mean, for- how devastating was it on the times that your cassette would unravel? Oh. And sometimes you could get it back just right with the pencil. Yeah. Sometimes it would just. For those no. kids out there, get yourself a number two pencil. It's the best way to do it. You know, I saw a TikTok video of this girl who grabbed um, a bunch of, what are they called? Floppy disks from the thrift store. And she was like, I don't know what the hell these are, but we're going to find out. And I was like, if you don't have a desktop, good luck. Like an old desktop. Good luck. Seriously. Enjoy figuring out what those are. Fucking yeah. dummy. Imagine how many she'd like destroyed. Cause you know, you could like pull the metal to the side. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How could you not know what that is though? I mean, I'm just saying like, like, don't you kind of want to know what, like, I know what an eight track is. I wasn't alive when there was eight. Like yeah. I, I just know what it is. Yeah. But I think it also depends how much, like my parents talk to me a lot about old stuff. Yeah, me too. They talk like my both my parents were music people. They always talk to me about like the old ways that they did this and that or when I had this when I was growing up and um, yeah, just like random stuff I would find in the house or going to my grandma's house. Like I also asked a lot of questions. I feel like a lot of kids don't really ask a lot of questions. That's probably just me saying that. I don't know if that's actually true. Well, we well there they can just look it up all the time. It wasn't so easy when we were really little to look it up all the time. You just went and asked your grandma. Or your ma, like you know what I mean? Annoying kid always asking questions like, "Well, how about this? Well, how about this? Well, how about yeah? What's a forty-five? Well, I can show you what a forty-five is. Like, I bet you most kids don't know what a forty-five is. And my mom just had a stack of Motown ones that we used to listen to, like Stevie Wonder, and those were fun. Those were fun. Uh, So, Jen, what do you have coming up? What do you got going on that for the people to to look out for? Ah, the age-old question. Um, so right now I am producing uh, a feature film with a friend of mine. Uh, it's pretty under wraps right now. We're working on funding, but it's going to be, uh, a, like a Venice beach comedy. Um, so that's really fun. I'm also acting in it too. Um, Excellent. Yeah. His name's Joe Clark. He's a really, really great director. I've worked with him on some other projects as an actor. Um, other than that, I'm working on a, a one woman show. Uh, it's going to be kind of, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of ideas for it, but it's kind of going to, it's going to be like an immersive sort of hopefully experience. Cool. Um, I'm still ironing out a lot. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. It, it, the clarity is coming. It's like nothing happens in my brain for like two weeks. And then suddenly I get like a giant brain barf and then dry again for like a month. Um, other than that, like I'm, I'm really trying to focus on getting some theater stuff in. Um, I have a couple auditions this week, and um, I've just been doing like some commercial stuff, some voiceover stuff, uh, kind of getting into voiceover animation a little bit, which is great. Really- yeah, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. So if you can get in too, because they're kind of clicky, but if you get in, you're in. Like yeah. you're in. I would like to more do that from a. I don't know, kind of do it myself kind of thing. Like, yes, people who are not because now, right, you have like the Internet, like 
becoming an actor is not this like great coveted thing that it used to be like yeah sure to like really break no i know yeah a lot of influencers that are now getting gigs on really big shows right like hbo hires a lot of influencers on shows like euphoria and things like that like people who were never really actors to begin with are now getting gigs and a lot of gigs I get turned down for because like you don't have over 5,000 followers or over 10,000 followers, but the opportunity to make more of your own work and have people actually see it is greater now because of social media. Like that's, yeah. I mean, look, everything's got a positive and a negative and social media certainly has both. Um, but that's one of the positives for sure. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I would love to just like work with a team of creatives. My focus now, I'm not, just feeling like, oh, I need to make it. I need to make it. Like for me, as long as I have a job that money's coming in and I can create and like work with people and collaborate and just come up with ideas together, which is, I guess what collaborating means. Um, then, I, then I'm happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's nothing that feels better than being in charge of your own artistic career. Yeah. Because the other people will fucking ruin it. Yeah, because they'll tell you to hurry up, like just like you just said, I can't think of anything for two weeks that all of a sudden it's like it's like just creative, like it just I it literally just pours out of you. It happens to me, too. That's how creative people are. But that's not how business people are. And, you know, this is a concept I've been thinking about for five years. I've been going back and forth. I have so many Google Doc pages, so many things in my in the notes section of my phone with just random ideas random concepts, little blurbs here and there. And it's it's been imagined and reimagined so many times. And over the past couple of months, I've really been able to kind of like throw some things down on paper that like, cause it's like you, you have this like vibe or this idea or this like feeling that you want to go for um, or, you know, express or whatever. But the, the execution is always the hardest part. Oh right? yeah, oh um, yeah. Because you want to do it in a way that really like scratches that itch mm -hmm. you know um and it's like everything just felt like yeah but i don't know if that'll translate i don't know if that'll translate maybe not that maybe not that um but you know i'm in a phase right now where the ideas i'm coming up with are actually connecting to each other <laughs> so it's not just a bunch of random things that have nothing to do with each other and i'm just kind of like okay how the hell am i supposed to sew these together but um yeah so that, but that's you will yeah, you will. It just takes a little while for it to all come together. You know what I mean? It's putting together yeah. a puzzle. It's it's a it's an it's an artistic puzzle that you you know what it looks like. Now you just got to put all the pieces together and you will because you got the vision. That's right. just just time. And if you're not afraid of time. You're good it's to go. Like that feeling when you wake up from a dream and you like don't really remember what the dream was, but you kind of see this like fuzziness and then finally like the next day it comes to you. You're like, oh yeah, that's what that dream was. That's kind of this, the same kind of like uncovering process that this feels sure. like. I'm like, what is it? What is it? What is it? I'm like, oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Oh, we, you're going to, we'll interview you once you have it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Thanks yeah. for calling in. I'd love thanks that. For hang, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, of course. Look at, oh, is that a new thing he's going to do every fucking time now with the tugboat? <laughs> that's it do yeah. it dude all right interview's over yeah thanks jen thank you we'll talk to you soon okay thank bye you jen. for having me i appreciate it
Bye. Top of the top fucking ten. Fucking ten. We're on top. Top fucking ten. Coming in at number ten for the first week from last week's set list is P Mad with Sisters. This is a good song. Yeah. I like this song a lot. It's got I told you it's got industrial vibes. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to like four times, I think. Yeah. Like, look, ooh, oh, they're gonna like that. On. Yeah, these yeah. guys and they're very nice. They, they seem like mentions. Yes, yeah, absolutely. The Stolen Moans with Poo Num 2. The Psychos of Soul, like you used to. Against the Sun, Undone. Against the Sun's been bouncing all over this chart. Yeah, yeah. They're one. They're all over the place. And then uh, uh, Kill Cody. He's just creeping up there. So long, he is. And uh, Word 66 with Tonight is the Night. That one just stays. It just hovers there in the middle. Same with Jack Mystery, Mascara. Both of those guys are heavy and in the middle. They've been, and they've been on the list forever. Long time. Garlic Rooster, if we kept those type of stats. Yeah, I mean, I, but we I, don't. You know, it's a very just. We don't keep the them. Cuff. It's it's a shoot at the. Shoot yeah, we don't we don't we don't keep those. At the stats system. We don't keep them. We don't keep them, but we know it's a lot of paperwork. We know. I spilled beer on them. I burned that. Number four is Jack Mystery Mascara. Number three, Garlic Rooster. Paranoid Ambitions. Number two, Crying Club. Great day to be a zebra. And number one is bone with rust heavy song heavy top heavy so you know the other one that was really heavy the second one uh pin finger pin finger is very heavy and uh you know they're they're up on top yeah they made it to number one because some you know that's that's this is what i'm saying about what we were saying stick with it because like it's it's all different types People are voting for different types of rock and roll from like more alternative to heavy. So, you know, it's good because they want to hear all of it. And that's when it's the most fun. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's the end of the show. That was the end of the top uh, F and 10. Uh, We're the outlaws of rock. Dio. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is the Telly Dio Show. We'll be back next week with another fresh show. Big beers and cheers, everybody.
the Zed senses something's wrong Looks over his back All he sees is stripes of it so black and white And a patch of two swaying in the wind He missed the lioness Obscured by cross he sees too late When the Zed sees her it's too late She jumps out and he's on his back And she's got his neck